So then if we can look at the scientifically proven methodologies that show us how to have much better quality of life, much more energy and life force, much more opportunity to do what we love and love what we do, there are certain tools that we can practice, that we can apply in our lives to really enter that level of super performance. Welcome to the Dr. Espen podcast, where we explore the latest in quantum science, personal development, consciousness and spirituality, health, as well as business and money mastery. Join me as I interview experts from all over the world, sharing the most incredible stories of transformation. This is where we provide you with the exact tools and coaching activities you need to expand your consciousness in each of the eight areas of your life. For more info on our events, programs, coaching, etc., go to drespen.com for the full quantum experience. Welcome, everybody, to the Dr. Espen podcast. I am Espen, and today I have the privilege of guiding you through a topic that I've been researching and rehearsing and practicing for a very long time. Today, we're going to talk about the top 10 quantum biohacking secrets for peak performance in life and in business. So this is for you if you have a desire to be the best that you can be. This is for you if you understand that you are the common denominator standing in the way of your own evolution in certain ways. So then if we can look at the scientifically proven methodologies that show us how to have much better quality of life, much more energy and life force, much more opportunity to do what we love and love what we do, there are certain tools that we can practice, that we can apply in our lives to really enter that level of super performance. So let's get into the top 10 quantum biohacking secrets for peak performance in life and in business. If you like this, share it with those that you love and uh, let's get into it. Firstly, let's define the word quantum. There's a lot of hype around this word quantum. What is it? In essence, the easiest way to explain it is scientifically proven for over 100 years, ever since Max Planck discovered and founded what we know as the quantum theory in the study of quantum physics or quantum mechanics. It's been scientifically proven for over 100 years that we are, in fact, more wave and energy rather than particle and matter. That means that the majority of you listening right now and your entire reality around you is energy. And so if you can come to terms with everything being energy, that is really what quantum means. So when I say top 10 quantum biohacking secrets for peak performance in life and business, I'm saying that we can reflect upon those areas of life and our performance and or lack thereof from the aspect of energy, everything being energy. And also then that everything around us, everything we experience in our reality is a direct reflection, a projection or a mirror of what's happening on the inside. And so with this knowing, with this wisdom, with this awareness, we can understand that the change happens from the inside out. As I say, we don't have to go without when we go within. So then to obtain peak performance... And to really learn to use these biohacking secrets and tools that I'm about to share with you, it really is an inside job, okay? So that's the quantum aspect of it. It's really leveraging the universal laws, the 12 universal laws, also known as the seven hermetic principles, and really living in alignment with those universal laws, understanding that we're energy and that we're creators of our reality. That is quantum. Okay, so here are the steps. You guys ready? Strap yourself down because this is a ride. Firstly, the number one tool 
which you may be excited to hear about and may be challenged also. Either way, you're welcome. The number one tool to peak performance, the number one biohacking tool where you have to start is called purification. This is really about understanding how to purify your body and mind. For example, cutting out the crap that you're eating, uh, the toxins that you're having in your life. And if you look at spiritual practices around the world, from every tradition and religion, you will see that it always embodies a path of purification. You know, obviously not drinking alcohol, getting enough rest, which I'll come to later, and also really realizing that your vessel, your body, it's your temple. And if you can, and when you do purify, you will be able to move energy and hold more energy, hold more light. So the more toxic you are mentally, emotionally, physically, the more crap you eat, the more toxic your lifestyle is, the harder it is for you to achieve peak performance. So this should be a great motivator and inspiration for those of you out there that want to achieve amazing things in your life. You're incredible, right? You're powerful. You are consciousness expressed in unique form. That is how incredible you are. So then when you purify your, your life, and we teach this in the Accelerator program, how to live in a beautiful state and fasting. I've been living my life with intermittent fasting for many years. For me, and this is not, of course, a, a recommendation, you have to check with your doctor if it's right for you, but for most people, we are overfed and undernourished. So this then means that we're eating too much crap or food-like products rather than the true nutrition that we really need. So then fasting, the way I do this with intermittent fasting is that Monday to Friday, I only eat for an eight-hour period and I fast for 16 hours. So that means, for example, I'll start my first meal at around noon and I'll have normally one or two, sometimes three meals until I go to bed, depending on when I go to bed. And I'll only eat for that eight-hour window, so from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then I fast from 8 p.m. until 12 p.m. the following day. I do drink water. I start my morning with celery juice. I absolutely love cold-pressed organic celery juice. Very, very healthy for you. And so the fasting part for me, it does include liquids in terms of, like I said, celery juice, for example, and some supplements, the, the fundamental essentials. You know, vitamin D, most people are highly deficient in vitamin D. If you have not checked your vitamin D levels, you might want to see your integrative GP and get that done. The same thing with zinc and magnesium. Quite often people are quite deficient in that. And so then when we practice purification, we eat for what it does for our bodies, not just the taste of the experience. Makes sense? And intermittent fasting, like I do from Monday to Friday, and then on the weekend I might you know, make pancakes with my son and, and enjoy that experience as such. So there is this balance, but intermittent fasting is absolutely incredible and certainly worth watching or, or keeping your eyes on. So step number one is to purify your vessel, to understand the fasting principles and the quality of your life equals the quality of your most prominent and dominant emotions. That means that if you're experiencing procrastination, hesitation, frustration, desperation, and depression-like symptoms, feelings, and emotions, you perceive your quality of life to be low. Would that be a fair statement? And so similarly, if you experience love, peace, joy, enthusiasm, and gratitude as your primary states of emotion, you perceive your quality of life to be high or better. And so then the quality of your life, if you want to write this down, you're welcome. The quality of your life equals the quality of your most frequently felt emotions. For me, having gone through this journey for a long time of sitting uh, in fasts and, and so on for sometimes 10 days with just water, 
I've realized how much of the food that I used to be eating ate because I was emotional, because I needed something to have that dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin type fix by eating something that tasted nice. And so then the more I've fasted and purified myself, I've realized that I don't have to eat as much now because I have uh, equilibrated my emotions. And this is really the next part that I want to come to as a point number two in, in how to practice biohacking tools for peak performance. Number two is mental and emotional mastery. So then you realize now that the quality of your life equals the quality of your emotions. I say the feeling is the healing. So specifically at the three-day quantum advanced event that we do, both live, in-person, and virtual, we actually help our students heal, overcome eight primary emotional wounds over the period of three days. Now, that's not necessarily something that the ego is excited to explore because the ego's primary intention is to keep you out of discomfort and, and keep you stuck because it loves the old story. But when you recognize that you have to take full responsibility for the way you show up in the world, and when you can do three days and clear fear, guilt, shame, grief, sadness, anger, disconnection, and illusion, you recognize then that you will increase the energy frequency and vibration. You will improve and increase the coherence of your emotions and your thoughts. And then as such, be able to be on a much better um, trajectory towards mastery of your mental and emotional state. So again, if you have any questions or need any more information about the three-day quantum advanced event, go to dresman.com and check out that event. It is absolutely life-changing. So the next point of mental and emotional mastery is very important is firstly to become aware of what your prominent emotions are. What do you feel the majority of the time? And if it's stress or anxiety or fight or flight, well, then you're creating from that reality. The mental thought is the intention or the masculine aspect of creating something. We've all heard of this law of attraction that we know to be real, but when you study some of the work of, say, well, many of the greats, right? I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is Dr. Wayne Dyer. Before he passed away, he said, in regards to being a part of the movie The Secret, he said no, because he said it's taught, quote unquote, as an, an incomplete uh, truth. And I, I paraphrase, but, but hear me out. You see, most people have been taught to manifest using you know, positive uh, affirmations, et cetera. I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars, et cetera. But it's not reality for them. It's not arriving for them. It's not manifesting in the way that they want. Often, not always, but very often, that's because the emotion behind it doesn't match the thought or the intention. So you know that in creation by the 12 universal laws, you need to have coherence between the masculine and the feminine. You need to have the sperm and the egg to create new life. And that new life could be you creating a new business, healing a relationship with your body, or finding your purpose, whatever it might be. So in this instance, then what happens is the thought is, I want a million dollars. That's the masculine aspect of it, the mental aspect of it. And then the feeling is, oh shit, I need money to pay my bills. And so then the emotion and the vibration of the emotion is lower than the thought and the intention of a million dollars. And so then there's, there is incoherence. So as the late great Dr. Wayne Dyer said, you don't manifest what you want. If you manifested what you wanted, you would have had it already, yeah? Or the perfect body and the perfect relationship and all the money. But, so you don't manifest what you want, but as he said, you manifest what you are vibrationally. And I like to add to that, you are and become what you're able to sustain vibrationally. Hence, again, the three-day quantum advance to increase 
to raise your energy frequency and vibration. So then what does this have to do with mental and emotional mastery as in the second tool of the top 10 biohacking tools? Well, you understand that you are a creator of your reality, right? So then to equilibrate the, the mind and the emotion, to heal that back to coherence is indeed a biohacking tool because you're creating that. You're, you're emanating that. Does that make sense? So the second part is in, in, in indeed mental and emotional mastery through the equilibration and coherence of the masculine and the feminine in every way, shape, or form. And we progress. Next part, I hope you're staying with me. You're ready for some more. And by the way, if you're not already, perhaps take a moment to write these down because the best strategy that I could recommend for this is to write down the things that I'm sharing, all the 10 points, and then see which of them you resonate with the most, which of them would be the fastest, most effective ones to implement, which of these biohacking tools you're resonating and or feeling mostly aligned with, which ones are most inexpensive, because I'm going to talk about some biohacking tools, certainly that of devices and all cool gadgets and stuff like that in a moment. But just write down the 10 and sit with them and apply them one by one. And I can assure you that your path to mastery is already unfolding. The third one that I want to speak about is you living in alignment with universal laws and I should say the quantum field. So this is recognizing by universal law that you are, to keep it as open as I can and, and as simple to understand, you are what's known as spirit expressed in human form. You're not just the body or the mind. You are the observer of the body and the mind. You are consciousness. So then when you understand that you are consciousness, there is then often a realization that there is a disconnect between you, the eternal you, that is love, that is light, scientifically proven, and the way you're showing up in the world. So that could be stress, for example, fear around finances, uh, incoherence in your relationships, toxic habits and, and things that you have in your life. No judgment, just observation. And so then the fourth principle is to do what you can to live in alignment with the quantum field, to move from fear to love, to deliberately make a decision right now that you will experience more love and that you can heal and experience through love rather than fear. Because fear is going to be everywhere. All you need to do is to turn on the news these days and there's propaganda and fear. Why? Because it sells. You see, your brain is hardwired to survive. It's not hardwired to make you successful or happy or healthy or at least not fulfilled, but it's certainly hardwired to keep you safe and keep you alive. That means you need to lean in to discomfort. This is a secret indeed, because this is, if you study the great masters, they don't shy away from discomfort. They lean into discomfort. So if there's incoherence in your relationships, lean into it, deal with it with an open heart from the vibration and the intention of love. If there's incoherence in your finances, you're the creator of that. How are you leaning into that? Feel the fear and do it anyway. Because fear, in the essence of spirit, is not even real. It's a lower uh, vibration. On the Hawkins scales, it vibrates at 100, which is 100 oscillations or cycles per second. Love, on the other hand, is 528. So there is this very interesting difference between the sympathetic fight or flight system and the parasympathetic rest and digest also known as the God flow system, that God, the greater organized design can only flow through you when you're living in a beautiful state. So this next piece is important because here we're really talking about how to live in alignment with the quantum field. 
a good question you could ask is how would love respond? And now you get the opportunity to not only heal your life, but also to live in alignment with existing universal laws that stand the test of time. You would rather vibrate and manifest from love at 528 than fear at 100. So be uh, be aware of what you're focusing on and open your heart and live in alignment with the quantum field. Next one, relationships and service to others. Inside of you, there beats a magnificent heart. In fact, you were blessed with the gift of life. Out of millions and millions of sperm, you were blessed with the gift of life. Your spirit infused having a human experience. And it's not random that you're here. I believe it's truly by divine design that you're alive and also that you're listening to me right now and feeling what I'm sharing because you know perhaps that there's more to life than what you're currently experiencing or what you have been able to uh, experience within yourself. So this next step is very important because now we're talking about relationships and service to others. We know that everything around us, as I said before, is a projection of our own consciousness. And so then when we're in a relationship, that person, those people are reflecting back to us what we have healed and have not healed completely just yet. So when we understand that we are in a relationship with everyone, everywhere, all the time, even the people that we don't like, even the people that challenge and trigger us and so on and so forth. And of course, including those who we are having beautiful relationships with. Either way, these relationships are, as I believe, assignments to love more. So that may be that you say, no, I do not want to share time, energy, or space with you anymore. And you move away from those kinds of people and you cut them out of your life and you change tables to something more appropriate. That's why we have such a, a massive quantum community because we're like-minded people are coming together to create the change that we wish to see in the world. We, we support each other and nurture each other and call each other out on the things that no longer serve us, etc. So this relationship piece is really uh, important because when you understand, and by the way, this is the one out of the 12 universal laws, which is the, called the law of divine oneness. When you understand that you are a part of the, the unified field of all things um, expressed in, in your unique form, yes, but that you are and a unique expression of the one, you will begin to see relationships very differently. You will begin to perhaps ask the question, how would love respond? And understand that those people around you is indeed showing you how to love more. That may be the yes is a yes and no is a no, or it may just be a reflection to yourself of if you're really loving yourself enough. And I want to really talk about this, and it may be exciting for you or maybe triggering, but hear me out. In my time now, I've owned and operated 10 multidisciplinary health clinics. At the top of my clinical game in 2016, I had 27 different doctors and physicians on my books, and we did a lot of research. We're currently now an official research partner with James Cook University in Australia because of the amazing results that we're getting in, in our three-day events. Because we're using quantum science, we're not just using mind uh, motion and or uh, the physical aspect, but we're really leveraging the power of the quantum field, really tapping into the the majority of who and what we really are. And so then when we realize that when we are of service to others, and let me just rephrase this number one law of the 12 universal laws, which is the law of divine oneness, how we act and how we treat others is exactly how we are treating ourselves. So the first part is really coming back to that self-relationship. Uh, the relationship to the self. Honestly, if you boil it 
a lot of it down, you'll see that the a lot of the issues, a lot of the wounds, a lot of the traumas, a lot of the stuff that you're creating in your life that you're trying to heal or improve comes from a lack of self-love. And I'm not speaking about the egoic way of love, but in the way of wholeheartedly knowing and loving the way you're showing up in the world, knowing that you're worthy, knowing that you're good enough, knowing that you're loved. If you boil it all down and really study personal development, you will see that the majority of the fears are, I'm not loved, I'm not worthy, and you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not loved, and therefore I'm not worthy of loving myself as such. So when you understand this, asking the question, how would love respond in the mirror is the first place to start. When you realize that you are worthy of love and you are more than good enough, then you can begin to shine your light from the inside out, which will improve every single one of your relationships. Take that to the next level. What I call the contribution concept is now that you recognize that those people around you are a reflection of you, then it becomes a very, very different process. Because now when you're serving them, even with a smile as you walk across the street and you just smile to someone and then you see a smile on their face, now what you're doing is not only are you imprinting the quantum field with a positive vibration of which you are making a scientifically proven impact on the world, we see this through the Maharishi effect, if you want to look this up, where 7,000 meditators reduce global crime rate, global crime rate by up to 16% and many other metrics as well by spending time focusing on peace and love and sending that and emanating that out to the field. So in this aspect of relationship, firstly to the self uh, and then the service of others, then we realize that when we serve them, we are being served. And when we smile to them, we're receiving a smile. And for those of you who may or may not believe in the, the law of karma, as the Buddha used to teach it, known as karma, we so-called create a ledger, if you will, uh, in this analogy, uh, of our inheritance. And our inheritance is not the money or the property that we, the estate that we um, receive when our loved ones pass over. Our inheritance is the, the accumulation of volitional action, aka karma. So the more good you do, the more good you get. And so therefore, there should be also this external inspiration to serve because we want to make the world a better place and we are beings of love. And then when we do this, it receives back to us. And this is, of course, by the universal law of compensation, if you want to look this up. So the relationship piece is very important. And again, I hope that you go back and listen to this and write these different parts down because then you go through each step like a checklist and you'll be able to look at this in your own life as well, to that service to self and service to others. Next step, now it gets exciting. Now we're going to get into a bit more of the deep uh, physical biohacking side of things. This is doing tests, and I call this one data. Really, having data these days is absolutely critical. Having the information is necessary. When I used to work in clinics, I would do blood tests and all kinds of scans and, and, and tests on patients, and we would realize that the majority of them were, as I mentioned earlier, deficient in some primary things you know, vitamin D and essential fatty acids, et cetera, being some of them. So most instances when I work with high-level clients, these guys would pay me a hundred grand to work with them for three months. All of the things that I do starts with tests. So I refer them to my clinical team and I get a full set of bloods. I do hair, stool, blood, and saliva. So this is about capturing the data 
of what your body is really doing, really getting to know where is your hormone levels at, where are your essential fatty acids and vitamin and mineral levels at, and so on and so forth. So the bloods and a full blood analysis, which you normally, if you go, and, and I'm paraphrasing, I should say generalizing here, but you know, having hired many medical doctors throughout the years, what I've seen is the majority of MDs or physicians out there, they are really more sick-based than healthcare-based. And so when they do a blood test, they'll do four or five things. They'll just do the basics. And then if there's nothing wrong, you're not sick, it just never gets tested. In fact, most physicians would never recommend a broad screen of blood tests, including other things, because there's no symptomatology. There's no disease. Well, you don't know that. How do you know if you're healthy? You can say, I feel good. Yes, but my mother had cancer for 15 years before she was diagnosed with cancer. So not that this is about scarcity, but that's reality. And so then what I do in my in this specific biohacking tool with my high-level clients that you can do for yourself is to seek out an integrative or holistic GP, a really good naturopath, or other types of physicians that have access to getting you a broad range of tests. Like I said, hair, blood, stool, and saliva. I do food sensitivity tests. I want to look at what foods I'm sensitive to. You could go your whole life and not know that you're sensitive to lemons or avocados. And you could eat that your whole life and be chronically inflamed. And if you had done this test when you were young, you would have just avoided that one thing, which would have created a significant improvement in your health, right? So to see is to know, not to see is to guess. So when you see the results after you've done the test, you'll know. And so what else do I recommend to go a little bit deeper? I would certainly do a genetics test. This is called the methylation test. You only have to do this once in your life and you'll get the exact data that you need about your genetics. Not to go too far out there, but I'd say be careful with the data that you share because your genetic code is unique to you. It is your intellectual property. It is your rights. And when you share it with some of these online platforms, they use it for other purposes as well, as far as I understand. So be very sensitive with your data, um, just as an FYI on the side there. If you guys are loving this episode, please do drop us some comments and share and we'll do some more of this. I, I love these kind of conversations. So yes, the first one is the gene methylation test, really getting into that um, and looking at the results. And then furthermore, the epigenetic tests. Uh, what I've studied a lot in the last five years is how to slow down and maybe even now reverse aging. Yes, it is possible and the science is out. But if you want to keep it super basic, the epigenetic test is about realizing how fast you're aging. I'm aging at about 0.7. So for every year an average person ages 12 months, I'm aging 0.7 out of that full time. So it's actually really quite amazing to see telomeres lengthening, my energy frequency and vibration coming up as I age. Now that I'm in my 40s, I'm so much more strong, flexible, mobile, agile, less pain, and more emotionally and mentally equilibrated as well. So I'm really noticing that my health and energy is improving as I age. So you do that by the gene test, like I said, the methylation test, you only have to do once in your life. And if you want to go deep and really look at the epigenetic side of things, how you're expressing yourself within your environment, you could do that as well. The latter that I've explained is a bit more uh, deep, but you know, if you're interested in peak performance in business and life, in living an incredible life and having lots of energy and, and beauty in your life, then these are necessary tests, right? So blood test, full health tests, genetic methylation test, 
and uh, and like I said, food sensitivity in the other tests as well. Cool. Furthermore, devices. Okay, biohacking devices. Uh, what to use, what to do. I'll go through a couple of my top ones. But the first one that I'd like to uh, speak to that I've really found to be very useful in terms of giving me both accountability to go to bed on time, to eat clean, to to do the things that I need to do to rest and, and so on, is a device called WHOOP 4.0. W-H-O-O-P 4.0. It's a really great device that sits on my wrist and it syncs up to my smartphone. I keep my Bluetooth off the majority of the time because I'm not interested in, in harmful radiation. And by the way, on that note, as I digress, um, perhaps consider turning on your Wi-Fi at night unless you're actually downloading something or needing it to be on because there's no need to quote-unquote radiate your family and yourself while sleeping because we do know that the electromagnetic frequencies of Wi-Fi and other devices, particularly 5G, have been proven to be harmful. So um, just be uh, clear and be smart as an idea. So the WHOOP 4.0 is phenomenal. It's a device that I would recommend. You can check it out on their website. And it's provided a lot of accountability and metrics for me to look at my heart rate variability and, and see it increase over time, which is a really important metric to really look at how coherent your heart is and how healthy your cardiovascular system and overall nervous system is as well. It measures my average heart rate, my resting pulse, which is 38 on average, which I'm really, really happy with at the moment. And I put in all of my exercise and movement. For example, this morning I woke up, I took a couple of calls, drank a cup of tea, spent time playing and, and being fully present with my son. And when he went to school, I walked out of my balcony and did my exercise, my martial arts, my yoga, my stretching, and some high-intensity interval training. Then I did my ice bath. Then I did breath work and meditation. And I added all of this into the WHOOP, which calculates specifically the energy output, uh, the strain level, and so on and so forth. And it calculates this, uh, this through the algorithm by comparing it to my heart rate variability, resting heart rate, cardiovascular system health, et cetera, but also my sleep. And this is really useful because now I know if I'm overtraining, undertraining, uh, and also it keeps me accountable. It pops up on my phone and says, hey, reminder, uh, your sleep is at 70% and you need to catch up on X amount of sleep. Been very, very useful. Okay. And we'll come back to the whole uh, sleep uh, situation a little bit later. But let's just say that it is one of the most underrated biohacking tools out there. Uh, look up some of the research on sleep and really understand this because sleep, by the way, and people ask, how much do I need to sleep? It's different. You sleep less when you get older. You'll notice you the younger we are, the more we sleep normally, not always, but normally. But the bottom line is this, instead of saying, yeah, you need eight hours, which basically you need, majority of people on average, you should feel rested when you wake up in the morning. If dragging yourself out of bed is a regular occurrence, then you're just not getting enough sleep or your body's toxic or you have been eating you know, too late and you're still heavy when you wake up. There could be many reasons, but the bottom line is to not underestimate sleep and please give yourself permission to track your sleep and to be aware of how much sleep you're getting. Okay? Second device is one of my favorites. I love the work of Gary Brecker. He's come up real fast in the world. And he's been showing that uh, in his study of biology, you don't have to be a medical doctor GP to get results that people have never seen before. Dr. Excuse me, Gary Brecker 
as he goes through his research, he really shares a lot of high-level information about this. I recommend checking out his podcast, The Ultimate Human. And here he talks about a specific protocol. And they refer to this as the superhuman protocol. And it's combined of three primary devices. One is a PEMF, which I'll speak to in a moment. It stands for Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. Two is infrared. And three is oxygen therapy. So as I've used these devices myself for a very long time, I know them to be as powerful and that Gary Brecker and 10X Help Health put them together and shared this is phenomenal. Part of the issue though for many people is that that's quite expensive to, to purchase all these devices. So what I did is I created my own. Well, let me speak to the first one, PEMF, Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Therapy. You are an electromagnetic being. Yes, you're also having a physical experience as a, as, a, as a human body through the five senses or six, if you include thought, but moreover, your energy. And there is electricity. You're an electromagnetic being like the earth. It has a North Pole and a South Pole. A battery has a plus and a minus. And so you're electromagnetic as well. Um, when you study a healthy person, you'll see that the millivolt, the energy, the, the power of the electric potential in the cell is 70 and up. So 70 millivolt per cell and up to, say, 100 is really healthy. That's strong. That's lots of energy. When you get down lower than 50, you get into chronic disease. Uh, and cancer, most research around cancer says that, and, and other types of chronic disease as well, is between 20 and 30 millivolts per cell. That means that the, the actual charge of the cell is remarkably low. And of course, when the person dies, it'll go to zero. So there is a direct correlation between the energy in your body millivolts per cell, and disease and health. So the PEMF machine is one of the most evidence-based research devices out there. Um, I've bought my own. I've got a, a, one of the, the best ones in the world, the same one that um, uh, I see Tony Robbins is using mostly on a daily basis, um, which I absolutely love. It's called the Hugo. And the Hugo has a bottom mat and a top mat. So it's like you're lying in it like a sandwich. And it pulsates an electric field, creates an electromagnetic field, that you're lying in and literally, for the lack of a better, but more uh, also very simple analogy, it's just like you're charging up your phone. Imagine that you look at, look at your phone and it says 1% or 2% battery. And you'd never let that happen to your phone, but a lot of people let it happen to, their, to themselves. So a PEMF machine or device has been scientifically proven to charge up the cells. And by doing so, then getting rid of lower um, amplitude or lower charge cells, which generates healing because it pulsates the electromagnetic field. Or you also have to remember that the heart field, the torus field, or the toroidal field, which is the scientifically proven electromagnetic field emanating from your heart, amongst other things, is of course that electromagnetic. So I'm also, as I'm using my PEMF, noticing this incredible amount of recovery. And this is really what a lot of these devices are about recovery, understanding how to charge up light and, and energy back to as full potential as possible. So I would highly recommend the PEMF. Now, what Gary Brecker and 10X Health have done is they've combined PEMF with the infrared and, as I mentioned, the breathwork. So what I did is I created, I, I bought this PEMF machine, very expensive, but certainly a phenomenal investment. And just a heads up, if you're interested in looking at a, a PEMF machine, there are many on the market. Most of them have such low um, power output that they're 
really not worth it. So if you're going to invest in a PEMF machine, get a really good one with a Gauss. The number of energy put out is high enough to be able to generate the, the health benefits that you're after. And you can do your research on this, but definitely get a proper device. You can, of course, go if you type in PEMF treatment in your local area, that I'm sure there'll be, if you're in you know somewhere, somewhere of a suburb, there should be physicians around or practitioners around that have PEMF devices that you can go and use. For me, uh, when I had a knee surgery not long ago, it's one of the things that reduced my swelling the fastest, faster than anything else. So PEMF, something worth looking into. Okay, so here we go. Next one, ice bath. Yes, you heard me say it, ice bath. Cryotherapy. We've seen a lot of research come out ever since the amazing Wim Hof uh, climbed Mount Everest in shorts and, and sandals. And he proved that you are able to, and I mean scientifically proved that you're able to become literally superhuman, to create an immune system that will literally bounce off pathogens, bacteria, and virus when you're able to use both breath and ice bath. And by ice bath, I mean cold therapy. And this is, also, of course, very important. We've seen this uh, in a lot of research as well. When people are using ice in their life or cold in their life, there is these shock proteins. And these are really important proteins because a shock protein will help strengthen your immune system faster than many other things. Uh, another thing that you might need to know or want to know about cold therapy, which could be a cold shower, preferably an ice bath, is that it is the fastest way to burn fat. It's the fastest way to lose unhealthy weight and unhealthy fat because of these shock proteins and because of the metabolism that it creates in your body. So ice bath has been proven and cold therapy has been proven to improve the immune system, to equilibrate the nervous system, to uh, reverse aging, uh, to create anti-inflammatory benefits, and the list goes on and the list goes on. So for me, ice bath is and, and cold therapy, which I do say about five times a week, I don't do this because it's pleasant. No one can tell me that sitting in in you know three degrees Celsius for five minutes, three minutes, five minutes is pleasant. We don't do it because it's pleasant, my friend. You don't do it because it's pleasant. You do it because you know that it works. And you know that to be a successful person in life, you need to lean in to good stress, lean into discomfort. You know, if you have a, a relationship and there's something that has come up and you don't speak to it, if you don't lean into to what may be an uncomfortable conversation, it's going to get worse. If you have a symptom, your body's telling you something right now, your guts are not working properly, your, your neck is stiff, you can't sleep properly, whatever it might be the body is speaking to you. And if you're not listening and leaning in, then eventually, hopefully not, you should don't become a must. So when I speak to an ice bath, I speak to voluntarily leaning in to quote unquote perceived suffering, to have that cold shower and to regulate my breath and to know the benefits. I'm not doing it for comfort. I'm doing it for peak performance. I'm doing it for health, for longevity. I'm doing it for leadership and I'm doing it for mastery. Because either your mind is controlling you or you are controlling it. So the mental aspect of ice bath and cold therapy, cryotherapy, is phenomenal. And not only for its amazing benefits that I've already listed, and there are many more, but also because of the opportunity that you get to take charge and control of your life, to get into an uncomfortable situation. Once that ice bath or that cold shower is finished in the morning, my friend, you are going to have a breeze of a day compared to if you don't stretch yourself a little bit, as you know. So enjoy the cryo cold therapy. 
I've got a device at my house. So when I do my my routine, I just pop in it and do my breath work and finish up accordingly with uh, some amazing sunshine. Most people get way too little sun. Um, I live in Australia. I'm white skinned. So I know that if I spend too long in the sun, it's going to be harmful for me. But I understand also from a lot of the research, and please do look this up, the majority of people are highly deficient in vitamin D, D3 and, and, and others. And it's very important because vitamin D3, a deficiency in vitamin D3 is one of the leading causes of chronic disease across the board. So then sunshine is very important. Uh, approximately 10 to 15 minutes a day when the sun is high on the sky, full body exposure, um, don't get burnt, but regular sunshine is very important. Should you choose to use sunscreen, which of course I recommend in countries like Australia, um, if we spend the day on the beach, we must be smart. Um, I would highly recommend using natural zinc-based sunscreen because there are harmful carcinogens, harmful cancer-causing chemicals in the majority of the sunscreen out there. And why put harmful cancer-causing chemicals on your skin and then burn it with sun? That doesn't make sense. You can get protection from zinc and other ways, and you don't have to do it with chemicals on top. Consider that next time you put sunscreen on your children as well. And I hope you receive that in the loving way that it's shared. Furthermore, shall we move on? Breath work and meditation. For those of you who don't know my story, when I was younger and living in Melbourne after I just moved to Australia, I broke both my legs in a motorcycle accident in 2006. And I got a life-threatening hospital infection called a staph infection, an MRSA infection. This infection for almost a year and a half was eating away at my flesh. And the doctor one day said, we'll either cut your leg off, Espen, from the right hip uh, for, and down, or if the infection spread and you get sepsis, then you die. And in that moment, spirit took over something more profound and, and greater than me took over. And the message that came through from, from spirit was, if it is to be, it's up to me. So I left in that moment, the hospital, I thanked the surgeon and I walked home and, and, I, and I started doing the breath work that I now teach in our events. And for the first time in, in over a year, the hole, literally having, having a hole in my skin on the side of my hip, and I started getting smaller because I was doing breath work. And I woke up the next morning and I had healed more than I'd healed in the last six months. So I did breath work again. And I did breath work again and again. And in three and a half weeks, I healed the wound that had been opened for over a year. So I speak to you now not to say that this will cure every disease that you've got, but I can tell you that you are the healer. And when you understand that breath is directly connected to life, that breath is directly connected to spirit, and that we have completely, as a society, forgotten how to breathe consciously. We have completely made it an unconscious, uh, fight or flight, uh, overstimulated phrenic nerve type process where we are breathing through our chest and not actually aware of the breathing. So we're firing and wiring, many of us, uh, on autopilot, a fight or flight stress-based uh, sympathetic type human experience. So when I speak of breath, this goes deep. This very topic, this very biohacking tool didn't change my life. It saved my life. I've been a breathwork practitioner now for 15 years. And with the thousands and thousands of people that have come through our events, the thousands of healings, spontaneous remissions, miraculous healings that take place. And I don't mean sometimes, every single time. 
is not because we're healing the person. It's because the person is learning to connect back to their breath. Take a moment. Think about this. If you believe that you're a spirit or a soul or, or at least consciousness, you're more than just physical, then imagine that the soul comes into the body. Now, what happens when the, the human is born after nine months of gestation? The child is born and it takes its first, first breath. And so spirit is present in the body when there is breath. And then go through life, hopefully a long, beautiful life with lots of vitality and, and beauty. And then we leave the human experience by the soul exiting the body and we take our last breath. So there is this direct bridge and connection between breath and life. And we know that if you're breathing in a sympathetic way, where you're not breathing deep into your belly, you're not present with your breath, you're going to age much faster. You're going to be much more sick and your stress response is significantly higher. Because when you breathe in fight or flight, you breathe in a very different way compared to when you breathe when you're living in a beautiful, relaxed, present time conscious, peaceful, beautiful state. So we go into this in a lot more detail in our events and courses. But in essence, breathwork equals life. And by using breathwork for the equilibration and the equilibration of our nervous system, with our thousands of coaching students, even in our coaching program, we certify world-class quantum coaches and we teach them how to not only use the breath work, but how to teach it. And this is very powerful because when you understand the breath, then you can understand everything. You can literally bring it back to breath and perform miracles. And when the person breathes in a specific way, they will be able to really tap into the essence of what's going on for them. Okay. So breath work is my absolute superpower tool. I use it Say yeah, about four or five times per week, anything from breathing that'll make me grounded to a lot of the breathings that we teach in the Quantum Academy, which is, you know, psychedelic type breathing, powerful type breathing experiences. Cool. So breath work is number one, and then meditation is number two. The shift really does happen when you are heavily meditated. And I say that jokingly, but true. Again, the mind must be equilibrated. In the Buddhic traditions, they believe that this is a mental universe. Um, similarly, in the seven hermetic principles, the prince, the philosophy is the same. This is a, a mental universe or one giant mind, God, the mind of God. And so then if you understand the quantum field and how you can tap in and live in alignment with the quantum field when your brain is equilibrated, meditation becomes a non-negotiable. It is not a, a process of, yeah, I'll meditate a couple of times a week just to have it done. It's a process of understanding to be present with your breath. Again, that's what the Buddha said, when you're aware of the inhale that you're breathing in and you're aware of the exhale that you're breathing out, this is anapana. This is the awareness of the inhale versus the exhale. And as such, you are meditating. It's a, pro presence, it's, it's a process of being present with your breath. How many times today have you been aware of your breath? If you can say one or two, or at least then you're aware that you're becoming aware. But if you haven't thought of it, more than maybe this could be a great start. So meditation is not something out there. It is in here. Meditation is not something fancy. Your mind is not supposed to be calm and equilibrated when you meditate. People say, I can't meditate. Oh, my mind's too busy. <laughs> and I laugh and I say, my friend, that's like saying, uh, I can't go to the gym because my muscles are too big. <laughs> right? Or I can't have a bath because I'm too dirty. Make sense? The mind is busy. That's the monkey mind. And when you're meditating and you're bringing your awareness back to the breath and your mind wanders off and 
does his thing, great. Perfect. That means it's working. So then bring it back to the breath and be aware of your inhale and be aware of your exhale. And then it flies off again and it comes back. And enjoy that process because that is the process of being in control and at, at least getting to know your mind. So then when you learn the breath work and you learn the meditation, you are able to tap into gamma brainwave frequencies and really learn what's going on for you inside and out. So meditation, I hope for you, is a path of life. If you haven't started, it's never too late. Right now, if you take a breath in, let's do this together right now. Let us breathe in. Go ahead, aware that we're breathing in. And breathe out, aware that you're breathing out. And that's your meditation for today. Try it again tomorrow and see how you go. Many of our healings that we see and the breakthroughs that we see in our events and courses come from people having been finally able to sustain a regular meditation practice, which changes everything. Cool. So next one. Coach, trainer, and accountability. Yeah, absolutely. I have spent $2 million on personal development and coaches. I would never change a thing. The more expensive my coaches with providing results, the better results I get. And this is important. Think about this. You'll never have a world-class athlete without a coach. You'll never have a world-class business person without mentors or coaches. And in life, I think we really sell ourselves short. We think that we're not worthy enough to have a coach or we have a coaching uh, coach for a period of time and then we stop. Well, then your results will slow down too. So one of the things that I've done well in life is to invest a tremendous amount of time, energy, and money into people that I know have achieved and done so congruently and authentically the things that I'm hoping to achieve. So I model the masters and I continuously have coaches in different areas of life from my spiritual life to my business life to relationships and, and so on and so forth, you name it. Because I know that when I'm in the presence of these people that live this, not because they teach it, but because they live it, you wouldn't buy health advice from an unhealthy person. You don't take financial advice from a broke person, with all due respect. So it's about seeing that the person and feeling that the person that you want to have as your coach or mentor is congruent with them having mastered the area that they teach. And this has been such a quest for me for the last oh gosh, 15 plus years to learn to master or at least begin to master the eight areas of life. And so this is why we're talking about these biohacking tools because they're very powerful in getting you there. And you might notice that maybe your expectation was that I was going to talk about blue blocking glasses and, and all these other gadgets, which I've talked a lot about. But really this is about biohacking tools for a magnificent life and business. So then having a coach, having a trainer, Having accountability in your life is one of the best investments you can ever make. Think about this. Let's say that a, a personal trainer is supposed to meet you at 6 a.m. at the gym and you've paid your 150 bucks for the session, whatever it might be. Would it not be fair to say that it'll be more likely for you to go to the gym at 6 a.m. when your personal trainer is waiting for you than if no one's there and say the bed's real comfortable and you sleep in? Of course. So the coach that you've paid the mentor that you have in your life also acts as one of your, not the only, but one of your accountability partners. So now you're paying for results because you only get results if you show up. 
So I always have high quality coaches in my life that help me see who I am and step up to be the best that I can be. They call me on my shit and stretch my limits because the the experience that I have in life is only related to the level of comfort or discomfort that I'm able to and willing to feel. So I love uh, having coaches in my life. That's the greatest investment for me. Same thing, personal trainers, et cetera, et cetera. And that accountability goes a very long way. So this coaching tool, this biohacking secret, always have a coach, trainer, and accountability in your life. Next one. When we study, well, let's start with health. And we break down the, the nine principles, for example, of health and many other ways of looking at it. We'll often think that the key aspect to living an incredible life is the first principle that I shared with you today, fasting and purification, clean nutrition, clean living. And yes, that's very important. But in overall health, if you study someone's health across the world, you'll see that more important than clean nutrition and exercise is indeed the social circle, the quality of your social life. We are social creatures. Remember, the number one law of the 12 universal laws is the law of oneness. We need to be together as one in community. And the communities around the world, this is called blue zones, if you want to look it up. The blue zone communities around the world, the people that live the longest and the healthiest, they always rate at the top when it comes to uh, social well-being and having a strong social circle. So yes, it is a very important biohacking secret to consciously connect with your community, to be a part of a conscious community that can see you for who you are, love you for who you are, honor you and support you and celebrate your uniqueness and your quirkiness and, and the uniqueness of you as you, not as something but only the true you, because the truth will set you free. The truth, when you're living a life aligned with your own values, with your own spiritual integrity, when you're living a life aligned with your energetic signature, if you want to look at it from a quantum perspective, that is when you shine. And your community around you should support and elevate that. If you have people in your life that tear you down and talk negatively about you and say, you can't do it, you're not good enough. Well, my recommendation would be to reflect upon that and see if that person is either one worth having in your life or two, uh, considering how much time and energy you want to spend with the person like that or three, maybe even speaking to it, if it's your truth, right? And I know this might be expansive for you to hear. And again, you're welcome. So this conscious community is important because I'll tell you a quick story. When I first came to Australia, I didn't know a single person. Came from Norway, where I'm born and raised. I had a backpack and, and a phone, and that's it. And I came to Melbourne in Australia, and I started to get to know people, and I realized that I had a void inside of me. Something felt like it was missing because I didn't have any friends or family here. And now the Quantum Academy and the Quantum Community, we're tens of thousands of people around the world. And we come together and celebrate each other and support each other and provide accountability and inspiration for each other via Zoom and in our live events and programs, because that's the community that we want to be a part of. We celebrate each other, we lift each other up, and we have fun and we chill and we hang out and we laugh. Best medicine is laughter. So really take this time to write down conscious community for you as a biohacking tool to shine your light. All right. And what you could do to improve 
your current community to change tables, to exit some people or enter, um, invite some people into your circle, or maybe even become a part of our community. You're welcome. Come and join us and hang out with us. We're, we're, we're quirky and weird and we're fun, but we're honest, raw, authentic, and real. And we are creating incredible change in this world. And so are you. So think about taking your conscious community to the next level. And finally, the 10th and most important biohacking tool, biohacking secret for peak performance in, in life and business is this. And I'd like you to really drop into your heart a little bit more before I share this piece. Because for many years for me, I was really put off by anything that had to do with, in essence, spirituality and certainly religion. I did not have a good experience with religion growing up. I did not want to go to church. I didn't like it. I know that a lot of the spiritual world, or at least you know the religious world, is dark, and I didn't like it. I was quite turned off by it. But then as I got a little bit older and at least somewhat wiser, I realized that there is such a thing as a, as a creator. There is such a thing as unity consciousness. And if you realize that there is a creator, you may call it you know, the unified field or the quantum field if you just want to keep it scientific and not spiritual at all. And by the way, this is not a religious conversation. It could be for you, but it's not necessarily. It's a scientific conversation uh, infused in spirituality because it's not just the scientific aspect of it that matters. You know, I love it. I spent six and a half years at university. I know my science. We're an official research partner with JCU. We know our science. The science of achievement, yes. But the art of fulfillment is where the quality of life often is found. And the art of fulfillment is often found through that spiritual sacredness in your life. So I was quite put off by religion and or spirituality in the beginning. But hear me out, because if you do believe, like I believe, that there is a creator, you may call it, like I said, the unified field. You may call it God, the greater organized design, uh, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Yahweh, Krishna. It matters not what you refer to it as. You may call it spirit. You may call it energy. You may call it consciousness. You may call it universe. Call it whatever you'd like. Take note in your mind's eye right now what you call it, right? So let's call it spirit. When you understand that this creator spirit is within you and that you're a part of it, there's no, in my opinion, no better biohacking secret than to live in alignment with and be in connection with the highest light. When you recognize that all is one and you understand that everything is energy and we can use all the biohacking tools and all the secret sets, awesome, but why miss out on the ultimate source of energy? The creator himself, herself, itself, this magnificent, whatever created this multiverse, this all-knowing, all-seeing, all-loving, divine consciousness that is part of who and what you are. So this is it. This is powerful. When you have a connection to spirit, when you have a connection to source, you can draw upon life force, energy, love, uh, you can draw upon power from source. From source. Think about it. If the power and the electricity to your house is coming in from a power source, then where is your power coming from? Qigong is an ancient practice that calls upon the accumulation of life force. Of course, all of it comes from source. So here's my two cents worth on this. 
Many people don't pray and or make their life ceremonial. And by the way, prayer could be a scientific prayer, prayer of gratitude for the universe of all the things that you've been blessed is powerful enough. Science shows us that it doesn't really matter what you believe as long as you believe in something. And you pray and devote and offer up your gratitude and appreciation to this something. Obviously, it has to be light and not darkness. Make no mistake. This is a very important distinction. So then when you understand that the creator is light and the creator is love and you are light and you are love, then having a conscious conversation with the creator is for me as the number one biohacking tool, an absolute non-negotiable. So it's not just, hey, uh, God, hey, universe, can I have this? Can you fix this? Can you do this for me and please do it now? That's not how a conscious relationship works. It is, yes, knowing and asking that, uh, or knowing that you can ask for help, but it's also asking similar questions such as, hey, spirit, God, creator, help me walk closer to you today. Uh, help me open up my heart and show me how I can serve. Uh, please allow me to be, uh, to be a humble servant, a uh, messenger for you, for love and for light, and show me how I can assist you today, how I can be of service. And by giving and receiving, you're also practicing being in alignment with many of other uh, of those universal laws. Okay? So now what's happening is that you are cognitive of, you are conscious of the fact that you are energy, that you are consciousness, that you're a unique expression of source. And now you're not only, let's say, unconscious of this, but you're beginning to practice a relationship with source, a relationship with God, with the creator, with whatever you want to call it. And now you're giving and receiving. You're understanding that you're connected to the highest light and you can draw upon life force and inspiration and divine guidance and healing from this ultimate source of divine light. And now, my friend, you are unstoppable. You are now the hero that you've been waiting for because you truly are in alignment with who and what you are, which is light. I trust that this podcast episode has served you. Please share it with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones. Please give us a thumbs up and a rating. And if you want any more information about our courses and the stuff that we do, go to dresman.com And don't forget that inside of you, there is a field of divinity. These 10 uh, top biohacking secrets for peak performance in life and in business are powerful. And just as powerful is you. Thank you so much for listening. We love and appreciate you all. Looking forward to your comments and we'll see you on the next episode. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to learn more about how to walk the quantum path into life mastery, business mastery, uh, if you want to learn more about our live events or coaching or anything that we offer, go to www.drespen.com. That's D-R-E-S-P-E-N.com or email info at drespen.com. And let's find out how we can help you take your life, your business and your mission to a whole nother level. We'll see you next time.